Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostess, Angel Wallace-Miles. Hi. Oh my goodness. I literally do not have a whole lot to say because I want to get straight into today's episode. I, you know where you meet people every now and then who you just are so stunned by? That is what today's episode is. And I am joined by a young lady who is based in the UK. Her name is Esme Gummer and she has an incredible journey that she's sharing with us. But her episode today is so much more than just her story. It is genuinely her creating a movement and allowing you to really appreciate how the fuck do you get out of bed? How the fuck do you get your ass to the gym? How do you go on that run? She breaks it down for us today and will switch your perspective up so fast. I genuinely think you're going to come away from today's episode feeling like a brand new human being. So I'm not even going to say much more. I hope that you love this episode. Please, if you do, share it on your socials. Follow at That Gym Girl Podcast. Follow Esme. Follow myself, Angel. Honestly, if you're in London, you need to go to Esme's event. All the deets will be in the show notes below. Get yourself a part of this movement. And it's time to say yes to movement, to exercise, 
and to yourself. All right. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to That Gym Girl podcast. Today I'm here with the incredible Esme Gummer. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? I'm very, very good. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I've actually been chatting about you to a lot of my friends today. (laughs) I put a little blurb on my story and I said, oh, you know, who I'm chatting to, blah, blah, blah. And they come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, you're chatting to her. That's so cool. And it's really, really well, because for those who don't know, you're, you know, a marathon runner, you you climbed mountains, you are about to climb a Swedish mountain. Um, You crossed the Jordan desert by foot, which that just, I don't even want to go into that. It sounds wild. You're on SAS. Yeah, literally. Um, Now I really want to know, people look at you, they see these incredible things. What do we need to know about why you do these things? Um, I think like the massive thing thing for me that I've always wanted to be really clear on is like, I never do what I do for like ego or to, which like sounds like so stupid to say because everybody like loves doing stuff like that for themselves but a lot of it like I see people doing challenges or like these crazy things or like inspiring things and I'm like sometimes looking like but like what is the point of it if it's just for yourself and I think one thing that I've always been clear on is I don't just do it to say look at me so like obviously I do it for myself and like because it makes me feel good but it's never been about like look at what I can do my passion lies in like what can I help you do and I think like that's what my you know my messaging is like the reason I do the things I do is so I can help other people do it as well um I think I'd feel like 10 times better knowing I got someone else through a marathon than me doing one myself, if that makes sense. So I suppose I do it to kind of show that you can do it, but then immediately want to be like, right now, how can I help you do it or help you do anything? It doesn't have to be outrageous. Like I'm a bit outrageous. It's a bit over the top. Um, But yeah, even if it's just like a 5k run or going to the gym, it's like, if I can then transfer that onto someone then doing something, that's like my purpose, I suppose. I love that. And I feel with your content, your mission and your purpose, as you say, is so fucking clear. Like you can see it in everything that you do. And I want to dive straight. Yeah. You're like, yes, I've done it. (laughs) I've done it. (laughs) I want to dive straight in because I know recently ish you launched the say yes club, which I feel like is like an attachment of your, your purpose. So for those who don't know, can you give us like a, like an elevator pitch? What is it? So the Say Yes Club, is, it's really interesting, actually. It's probably been my messaging for years, like 10 years, 12 years, where it's just been sitting in front of my face. And one day I was like trying to think of like a name or a purpose for my community group that I wanted to start. And I was like, it's so obvious. It's the Say Yes Club. So uh, the purpose behind the Say Yes Club is saying yes to movement because one day you're going to have to say no. So I'm like trying to make sure it's not like this cheesy thing. Like, you know, like Yes Man. Have you seen the film Yes Man with Jim Carrey? I, yes. He like says yes to loads of stuff and gets into like so much trouble. Like I'm not basically saying like say yes to everything. Um, because people were always like, Oh, you have to say yes if I ask you. I'm like, no, 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 it has to be movement. Like, come on. Um, but it's all about saying yes to movement because one day you're gonna have to say no, which is inevitable for everyone. Anyone listening to this podcast right now, anyone will have to say no one day to a walk or a run or whatever it is. And that could be, you know, because of age or illness or circumstance, no matter what, there's gonna be a point where every single one of us sits there and someone's like, hey, do you wanna come for a run? And we're gonna have to be like, actually, no, not 
no, because I can't be bothered or no, because it doesn't suit me or no, I don't like it or no, it's going to be like cold or ache or whatever. Just know I actually can't. So the whole purpose of the Say Yes Club is to encourage people to say yes to movement for as long as possible. Um, and that could be people who have never trained before who are like inactive and it's new to them. So getting them to start saying yes to movement, or it could be people that are currently saying yes to movement, but haven't got the confidence to go take on something that scares them. So it kind of like, there's two like ways of coming into the say yes club. It could be saying yes for the first time to movement or saying yes to something you didn't think you were capable of. And I suppose the community is all about giving people the physical and mental confidence and strength to be able to do these things. Yeah, I love that so much. And it, it reminds me of something I saw in one of your, like, you know, those, uh, I think it was the Adidas reel where you were like, you know, you looked all posed and everything like that. And those quotations over looked really cool, by the way. I was like, fuck, right. let's go. I'll read um, that after now just to get a bit of traction. <laughs> Um, you said something about being scared and about bravery and I'll read the quote because I didn't memorize it but it was be brave even when you think you can't so when have you thought you couldn't be brave where does this come from I think what's really interesting is um, my where I'm brave actually isn't in physical fitness or in physical challenges like the braveness is in life like being a woman and just like navigating life and just you know things that happen whether it's work situations relationship breakdowns like family like whatever it is I'd say like my bravery in the fitness space and in like the physical space climbing a mountain doing a marathon actually translates into my life so you know times you just don't want to fucking get out of bed mm. like you know mornings where you wake up and you're just like I do not want to get out of bed today like I do not want to do life like all the world and you know, things can be going on in your life that people don't even know that's happening, whether it's like, you know, a relationship breakdown or you're grieving or, you know, you're just overwhelmed with life itself or work. And you just think I'd actually just want to close my eyes and go back to sleep. And it's a real overwhelming feeling that so many of us have and get, but we just probably don't speak about much. And my climbing mountains, doing marathons, crossing deserts gives me the strength and the bravery to be like, no, we're doing it. Like, when I don't want to get out of bed or I don't want to do a day or don't want to do life because things are just rough at that time, it's like, okay, but you climb to the top of a mountain or you you got through a marathon. So I use that memory and, and that feeling to just step out of bed sometimes. So yeah, I suppose the being brave thing, it doesn't have to be drastic. It doesn't have to be be brave and do an ultra marathon. It could just be be brave and get up and do life when you don't want to. You know, mm -hmm. so that's, I suppose, big times for me where it's like being brave really when I don't want to is just doing life. Yeah. And I'm going to say something and I don't mean it in a rude way or anything, but sometimes people can look at you and say, you know, sh she just does it. And that's, mm -hmm. you, know, you are the person who runs the marathons and go on an SAS and da, da, da. What do you mean she can't get out of bed? Like they don't yeah. actually see you. They just see the surface. Sure. And so how do you like is that what you do when you can't physically get out of bed or you're having those really really down days is that what you say to yourself is you go back yeah to it's just yeah I suppose like it's so right what you say like it, it's it's quite difficult sometimes to position yourself in I suppose the way I do like through Instagram and like to the public if I'm hosting an event I'm presenting I'm on Instagram whatever it may be because you are creating a brand of yourself of like I'm so positive. I'm so motivated. Like I say yes to every opportunity and like, mate, like people will be like, do you want to go on a run? And I don't go, yeah, 
<laughs> like I it, like I wish there was like a medicine like that just you could take that when people go want to do a run yes it's not like that like you know sometimes it takes me half an hour an hour to like uh, 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 yeah okay because I have to coach myself to that point and like even that hour is second after second of coaching myself it's not like I sit for an hour in my like blissful life and then go yeah okay it's seconds like um, into minutes, into five minutes, into half an hour suddenly passed and you're just resisting and resisting and going, no, 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 we're going to do this. We're going to do this. So just because I say yes to opportunities, yes to movement doesn't mean it's a instant yes. Like sometimes my yeses are full of like, you know, that they're, they're, they're heavy, they're heavy yeses, they're tired yeses, they're I don't want to yeses. Like I think it's so easy to see the word yes and it's full of life and positivity and like how I present it I suppose through my Instagram but to get to the yes is heavy sometimes like you know it's painful it hurts it's uncomfortable they're not always jolly yeses I can't believe I just said the word jolly <laughs> you're freaking standing when if I say jolly oh that's gonna haunt me <laughs> I wake up like 2am jolly go, oh, jolly <laughs> I love you know when you're like if you need me to cut anything you don't like maybe that maybe the jolly <laughs> no, yes, it's me it's who I am now she is jolly and all her yeses are jolly as <laughs> yeses oh my god I love that so much podcasts bring out the best of people um oh, you know. <laughs> now I actually got me thinking because we have a kind of similar program ish on in Australia do you know Meg Sutherland no I don't actually she runs a Meg, what is it? The Meg, Mega Run? Yeah, Mega Run on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And I, I thought about going, right? It's a running club. I thought, oh, you know, I could run. Um, Instantly, sick to the stomach. You know that feeling where you're like, absolutely, yeah. there's no chance. Me, go to a run, never run before. And I'm assuming you're having people who are experiencing that and probably me- messaging you saying, hey, like, I want to come to your Say Yes Club, but I'm nervous. Yeah. What conversations yeah. do you have with these people? I'm nervous too. Okay. <laughs> like, do you know what has been like, so this, so the Say Yes Club that I've started on a Tuesday evening, I do it every Tuesday. It's a free community club. I stand under this tree in our like public park called London Fields at 6.15 every week, hoping people are going to have the the courage to come and see me and, and come and be part of something that I believe in. And it's my passion. Like this is my passion project. I believe in it. I give it everything. I do it for free. It's for the community. And um, what's really special about the concept that I do is it's a 5K, but you can walk, jog or run it. So the walk is set up at 6.30. The jog is set up at 6.45. The run is set up at seven. Everybody comes in at half seven. Like it's mathematical. We do it by that like kind of pace. And it is the best feeling ever because it shouldn't be the slowest coming in last. Like why? Like you've all still achieved the 5K. The feeling of coming in as a group with everybody just changes the game. So like, that's why it's so special because, you know, there's something for everyone. You all still get to do 5K and you all come in together. So when people message me and they're like, I'm like really nervous, I'm like, if you can't run it, jog it. And if you can't jog it, walk it. Like there's something for you to always go backwards to. It's not a case of if you can't run it, you fuck, go home. It's like move down to the next one, move down. And it's not even a da- like a downgrade or like a demotion. It's just, what do you need that day? And I suppose, yeah, when people like say I'm really nervous, I'm like, I'm nervous too. I'm nervous that you're not going to turn up and I'm going to be standing under that tree on my own. (laughs) Like, you know, 
when you do things like this and when I started it, you put yourself out there. And again, people assume like you've got the world at your feet. You've got followers on Instagram. Like everyone's going to show up. They don't mm. because people talk themselves out of it. They'll be like, oh, cringe if I turn up and like, you know, she's going to think I'm a loser because I've like followed her on Instagram and turned up at her club. Or what if I get there and nobody likes me? And what if I get there, I've got no one to talk to. And I, I understand that. But by these people putting up these barriers also creates barriers for me because I'm trying to share this messaging and this, you know, passion that I've got. And just because they're feeling a bit nervous and they don't come means I can't then do what I'm trying to do. So yeah, I suppose the conversations are great because people will be like, I'm nervous. And I just literally hit them back with like, yeah, me too. And they're like, oh, fine, I'll come then. Like, I forgot, they're like, I forgot you actually must get scared too. Like, but people won't turn up, so yeah. Yeah. And I think it's almost that self-sabotage that perpetually inhibits people, I guess, where if you can't say yes to the run or to the walk, what else are you self-sabotaging in every other aspect of your life? No, I really, really love that. Now, I want to talk about this concept called the hurt locker. So it's where you're running and you hit that point where it's, you know, okay, fuck, let's actually just stop now. Like, hello, feet, stop. Let's, let's give up. We all know it. Yeah. How do we, how do you talk yourself through it? Is there music? Is there podcasts? Like, I want to know. You have to have, you have to, have to have a reason to do it, to do it. And it doesn't even have to be like to do that run. It's like your reason for like existence. And that sounds so deep, but it is like, we can go through all that like cheesiness of like, what is your why? And it's like, yeah, I can workshop that and journal it. But actually, like, I still don't understand what my why is. And actually, for me, it's not what is your why and what is your purpose? It is like, what is the feeling? Like, for me, when I, when I am hitting this point, like you say, and like hit a wall, and I'm like, I'm done, I cannot. You've got two options with how you can re-motivate yourself. And I always say to people, it it can be positive or negative, but neither is like higher than the other. Like it's not like positive's good and negative's bad. They sit level and you've got to find out, are you motivated by positive or motivated by negative? For example, if you're motivated by positive things, it could be thinking of things that you love and things that make you happy and things you're excited about and things that like pick you up and make you laugh and make you, you know, just feel jolly. (laughs) And if you're motivated by negative things, got it in. If you're motivated by negative things, um, it could be like someone that's like done you over in your past or like someone that's like hurt you or like it could even be like things that happen in the world that are just so fucking unfair. And it like gives you that fire in your belly. And some people can use both. Me, negative. Like I am motivated okay. by and and it and it sounds drastic, but like by pain and like anger, like I think about times that people have like hurt me or like hurt people I love or like just done cruel things. And I'm just like, no, like they are not winning. If I stop now, like, you know, they win. But if I think about things that like fill me up with love and I'm excited about, I go a little bit like gooey, if that makes sense. Like I go a bit like, the only way I can describe okay. it is like feeling like a little bit soft. And like, it doesn't give me like that push and like that burning like desire to like go because I just feel a little bit like- Like that fire. Yeah, it just makes me feel like really happy and like, and then I'm like, oh, let's chill. Like you take time off. Like you don't need to finish this race. Like you do you boo. Like let's just love love. Um, So yeah, I suppose like for me, it's definitely 
the the negative energy that helps me. So you cannot do that without knowing. And you cannot, you need, the only way you know that is by actually deciding and sitting and being like, what gives me my motivation? And you put it in your fucking pocket. And when that happens, you get it out of your pocket. You can't hit the wall and then go, oh, now I need to find something in my life that motivates me because you, you're so tired and you're so over it. You need to be very clear. So it's that concept of like, what is your why? But it's like, what is your feeling? Like, what is yours inside that's going to come out when you most need it? So yeah, I think it's like really like important to get that. And also like for me, it's again coming back to that concept of like, one day I'm not going to be able to do this. Like if you were out running and you hit a wall and then someone said to you when you stopped, if you don't start again, that's it forever. Like that's it. Like if you don't start running again now, you'll never, like this is it. This is the last time you would run and you'd run forever. You would. So it's just about, it's, it is about just being very clear on like how much it means to you and connecting something meaningful to that run rather than just being like, oh, I've got to go out and run because then you are going to hit a wall, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, I don't know if you're feeling comfortable to talk about this, but I'm going to ask anyway. I know you keep going to the the idea of one day you're not going to be able to. So why is that so profound for you? So it comes from, so when I was 18, I got paralyzed from, so I had an operation, had some sort of reaction to like the anesthetic or whatever they gave me. And, but the, the thing that came out of it was I ended up paralyzed. So I couldn't walk. And I was 18 years old. I'd been tr- like dancing all my life. I wanted to be a dancer. And I just hit this point where I was like, this could be it. Like th- this could be me. You, you, With things like that, it's really interesting because when you tell your story, everybody knows that the outcome was I walked again, right? So you can't ever appreciate feeling paralyzed or like every minute that went by, you it weren't like someone went, you're gonna lay here and then in three weeks time, you're gonna be able to move your foot. And you're like, oh, sweet. I'll just chill for three weeks. I'll watch like Gossip Girl and like eat food. And like in three weeks time, it'll happen. The anticipation and the unknowing is like gut-wrenching. It's like, every second you are every breath you take in and out is I can't walk I can't walk I can't walk like and not knowing the end point of that sometimes you hit moments of peace where you're like this could be it and then sometimes you hit moments of you know this is horrendous panic sheer panic in your body what if the future I'm never going to be able to do that again I can't dance I can't get on a bike I can't this and going through that roller coaster I was like holy shit I never ever want to feel this feeling again yeah but I know I'm gonna have to like it was horrendous and I can't even I hate the thought even now of like say I get to get old and get to get old and still be moving the day that I am like sitting in an armchair and I'm old and people are running out on the street and me just looking out the window thinking I can't do that anymore like I suppose because I've been there and I felt it, I get it. And my mission is just to help people understand that feeling without having to be paralyzed. Like, I feel like I've done that for everyone. Like, like guys, I've been paralyzed. I've done the hard bit. Just now listen. That's all I need you to do. All I need you to do is just trust me and listen and say, like, if your friend says to you, like, let's go for a walk, 
just say yes, because it's not even to do with the movement. One day you won't be able to walk with that friend either because they're not going to be around. So it's even deeper than that. It's like, how can you say no to going for a walk with a friend? Like when, you know, acting as if like you're going to get to do that for the rest of your life and like movement and socializing in one is like medicine. Yeah. Like when you were talking about like run clubs earlier and stuff like that, being able to run and chat to the person next to you is pure medicine. How could you deny it from your life? You get to catch up with a friend or meet someone new or tell a story or hear a story or hear a fact or learn something or educate yourself or laugh while moving your body. It. How could you not want to do it? And that's why I'm so strong about it because I sit here and I watch people take their life and their body for granted. And I think you don't even understand how much, like what I would have done to do a burpee. People, yeah. right? You say, I teach fitness classes. I've taught fitness classes. I do PT in as well. Burpee, oh, what do you mean? The day you can't do a burpee is going to be a very sad day. Mm. You know, the burpee was invented. This is like a fun thing for you. The burpee was invented by a doctor. I think his surname was burpee, like, or whatever. It was invented as a way to test someone's physical ability. So if you could drop to the floor and jump back up over and over, he could measure in his head. He was like, that is a measurement of your physical ability because it shows um, like coordination. It shows like how high your heart rate can go. It shows like uh, mobility. It shows like power and all of this stuff. And I'm like, okay, so the day I can't do that is going to be a very sad day because it means if I can't burpee, there's a lot I probably can't do as well. So when people roll their eyes at a burpee, I'm like, honestly, there'll be a day that you'd do anything to throw yourself on the floor and jump in the air, like, and feel free. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I suppose that's why I'm like so strong on it because I've been there and I know I'm going to be there again. Yeah. And until that happens, I'm like, I can't say no. And listen, one thing I want to make really clear, I get that sometimes you have to say no. And I want to make that really clear. Like I am very, um, you know, there is a lot of self-care that comes with saying yes. If I've got the flu and someone's like, do you want to come for a run? It is a no. It's a no because I, ca I can't today because I need to take care of myself. I need to get better so I can then do it. But right now it is a no. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not saying like you need to run yourself ragged or or also if you're putting yourself in a situation where you're saying yes, that could be detrimental to your mental health or physical health. Of course, it's a no. It's if you can say yes. And I have this thing on my in, on my Say Yes Club Instagram that's like a mind map. You know, what you used to get in like girl magazines. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like, find out who your dream date is. And it'd I've be like, seen oh, it. yeah. So you go on there and it's like the questions are just like, can you physically say yes? And like, then you go yes or no. And like, if it's yes, like, are you motivated? Yes or no. And if it's a no, like, then I'll find a way to motivate you. And if you are motivated, it's like, um, have you got the time to do it? And if it's a no, it's like, can you make time? And if it's a no, it's like, okay, let's like, re you know, there's always an answer basically. And, you know, I understand as well, um, you know, finances, time like if you've got kids if you've got a hard job if you're a single parent if um you know th there's obviously obviously things that I appreciate I'm not saying like yeah you should spend thousands of pounds and like go run a marathon like around the whole world and take a year off work I'm not being like that I'm not narrow-minded but there's always something you can do that's the point
there are things we'd like to do that we maybe can't afford or we haven't got time for there's still things you can do right yeah a hundred percent I want to know what did you say yes to recently which at the start of this you were like ah, ah. <laughs> oh do you know what literally this morning um so my boyfriend has just started doing f45 and he absolutely loves it like obsessed and it's really like you know when you just see someone that you really care about and love and they like get excited by something and he got invited to go to like they have like loads of different clubs right they're like a franchise do you have f45 don't you yeah and he like someone said oh why don't you come and try this one and he's like do you want to come with me to me and I was like yeah like sure and like when are we going and he asked me I think two days ago oh no yesterday maybe and it was like oh like 6 15 tomorrow morning but we have to leave the house at 5 30 and I was like cool and I didn't have any clients booked in and when I don't have clients I'm like oh my god I get a lay-in and I never get laying I always have a, like 5 5 30 and then I was going out with a friend last night and I had margaritas and this morning at 5.20, he wakes me up. He's like, you ready? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and every inch of me was like, no, of course I'm not. I'm a bit hungover. I would love to stay in bed. Like, I don't have any clients this morning. Um, yeah, loads went through my head. And I was like, do you know what? The pure joy that he had of me going with him and just watching him in his, like, new gym and he's like telling me like you know we go through here and we do that and you put your stuff in this cubby hole I just do not regret it at all watching someone light up and just show off about something that it was the best feeling I was like yeah I'll have five hours sleep on a hangover and come to do a lower body strength class even though I ran 30k yesterday sure yeah so yeah that was a very hard hungover yes but it was so worth it and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who are going to have a hungover yes very very soon or maybe a tired yes or yes. yeah hungover yeses they hit different <laughs> hungover yeses hurt bad but feel so much better afterwards mm, especially when you do the activity and then you go to like a cafe after or something and you get, mm. actually yeah. talking about cafes I read this in one of your blurbs is it true that you stop at pubs as like little pit stops during your training Yes, I can confirm. Do you drink alcohol? No, like okay. sometimes. Like, oh, mate, oh, okay. I wouldn't turn like I wouldn't turn it down. Like, if someone's like pint, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, say I had like twenty or ten k left at the run, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Basically, my my say yes club on a Tuesday, we always end at a pub. Okay. So um, we everyone bag drops into like these big hiking bags, and the group one hike your bags to the pub which is great. Um, and then we end at a pub and we do that. But basically I have been training for um, 225 kilometers, multi-stage ultra, like over five days in Sweden, which you were talking about earlier. And when you're training for an ultra, I'm in London and I'm in the city and it's so easy to get into your head because you're road running, you just run. You're like run quick and you run, not quick, but you know what I mean? You just run in. When you do like ultras and you're out and you're in mountains, you ain't running like the whole time. You've got to like walk up mountains, walk back down. You're doing it across five days. You need to reserve some like capacity for the next day and things like that. So you do like go a bit easy on yourself. You like do a jog, you stop, you eat, you have rest, you walk and you don't care about the time. But when you're in London, you're like, right, I've got 30K to do, head down, get it done. 
It's a really weird like mindset. So I purposely am like, we are not doing it like that. If we're doing a marathon, we're out for seven hours. Like we're going to go out and we're going to stop every 10K and we're going to go to a pub and we're going to like sit down for 20 minutes and then restart again. And there's a lot of like training in like the restarting parks. Obviously you're going to get up on tired legs each day and start. So it all makes sense. And I'm like, do you know what? Let's go to the pub. <laughs> like I'm not stopping and standing by a park bench with my packed lunch. I'm going to a pub if I'm doing this properly. And the weather's been really good here recently. And me and my friend went out and we were like, yeah. So we stopped at like three different pubs, I think it was. And it was great. We didn't drink, but always on the last one. Yes, we do have a pint. I love that. And pubs are so big in the UK. We do not have a pub culture here. It's so good when you're on a run. I tell you what, one of my favorite things to do, you know, like the small things in life, is do a big run, get a pint of beer at the end, down half of it without taking a breath, and then burping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. wow. This is exclusive. Is exclusive right here, right now. Like, honestly, you know, like the small things in life when people go like the little things, but doing that without running doesn't hit the same. Okay. All right. Like you have to do a run. You run, you're down half your drink. You're half like thirsty, half dehydrated from the run <laughs> and you use the beer and you drink it. It doesn't even have to be um alcoholic beer. Like you could do it with 0% as well. It's the combination of like the taste of beer cold. You're so thirsty that you can't stop drinking it. You get rid of half of it and then you burp. I love that. <laughs> and that's, I'm going to try and I'll message you and let you know. I'll and you actually you. like, actually want you to video yourself doing it. Okay. If you don't burp, don't worry. Okay. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, I won't let you down. <laughs> yeah, try and burp. Take it. All right, I'll give, I'll give it a go. Now, we're about to wrap up, but I really want to leave the listeners with something that you said or mentioned. Now, it was that people should exercise to learn more about themselves, not just to lose the weight or to gain a six pack. Is that, I guess this kind of culminates everything, really looking at the mindset and learning about the way we talk to ourselves. Mm. 
And do you know what, that concept, I've always, you know, always lived by that. I've taught fitness for like 12 years, maybe even longer now. Um, I have never, ever, ever, ever encouraged anybody to train with me to lose weight. Like I am like, absolutely not. Let's not talk about it. For me, if you have a bigger reason to train, whether you're training for an event, training for like a race, training uh, for your mental health, which I'm huge on, like training to make yourself feel good, training towards like a goal, training so you can meet new people, find community, gain confidence, your body will change. Mm -hmm. Your body will just change in whatever way that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means lose weight, gain weight, gain muscle, lose muscle. I don't know. Your body is inevitably going to change. It will just do its thing. And I think for people who want to lose weight or want to change their body, that's fine. Like, you know, that's fine if that's something you want. But I say, let's start with something that's got nothing to do with the body. So let's start with like a goal or a reason or a mission. Let's work on that for like six weeks. And then in six weeks time, let's take a look at your body and just make some observations. Just have a look and be like, oh, I like that. I don't like that. That's strange. Oh, look, this fits. That doesn't. Just make it an observation and then let it go. Let it be an observation and then go back in for another six weeks. And if you can get into a cycle of that, it doesn't mean ignore your body because we can't ask the world to just go, oh, you're not happy with your body? Just ignore it and self-love and love yourself. Like I know there's loads of people out there on Instagram that like advocate this whole like, I love me, I love my body. Unfortunately, by doing that, you can't change someone's brain and the way they're wired. But what you can do is you can observe it, take it in, let it go, and then focus on what means more to you, like mindset, things like that. And I think like, you know, I always say to people, if you train for your mindset, like your mental health, and you fuel your body, to take care of your heart and your stomach and your, you know, your insides, your body will just do its thing. Yeah. It will just make sense. And so that's where I've always encouraged people. I wish we could change the world and be like, you shouldn't care about how you look, but we just can't. But what we can do is encourage people to look at other things that maybe one day will take precedent over body image. Um, but yeah, for me, it's really important. And I, even just to add on to that, it's sometimes difficult because I train really hard. I'm always moving. <clears throat> I'm always kind of up to something. I eat really good food because I enjoy it. I enjoy eating nutritious food. I enjoy eating all this stuff. I also enjoy the foods that people call bad. And I'm doing that thing. What Little bunny ear. Bunny ear bad. Bunny bad. But like I... And people like could probably look at me and be like, oh yeah, it's right for you. Yeah, it's right for you. Cause like you're small or whatever they want to call me. I don't know, like small, skinny, uh, like you got a six, but I don't know what they say. But what I'm saying is people can make observations about me and be like, yeah, but it's right for you. Yeah, but it's right for me. Yeah, but no, like don't be a yeah, but person. Like one thing, if you can take anything from this podcast is if you are a yeah, but person, which we all are, how many times a day do you say yeah, but? yeah but it's all right for them because they've got money yeah but it's right for them because they're more motivated yeah but it's right for them because they're naturally skinny yeah but it's all right for them no no, no 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 there's no such thing as yeah but you need to stop yeah butting people because you don't understand how they got to their moment and it's like if someone spent every single waking minute with me understanding how much I move my body and I train for my mental health and how much I fuel my body so I'm able to go and do these things that I love then it would make more sense so I just think 
for anyone listening to this, like, please don't look at other people and yeah, but them. Focus on yourself, focus on what's important and your body will just do its thing. It will just do it in the background and just love it for what it's doing. And that is it. No more yeah, buts, just yes. Yes. Just yeah, yeah, not yeah, but. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're looking at someone like, yeah, yeah, they're motivated, not yeah, but they're motivated. Yeah, yeah, they're motivated. Facts. Mm. Fucking facts. Wow. Yeah. You're on fire today with your jollies and your yeah, yeahs. Oh, my God, jolly. Do you know what that felt like? You know, like when you see people do something and they're like, you have to try and get this word in. It's as oh. if someone teach me, like my mate was like, oh, you know, you're doing that podcast, like try and get the word jolly in. It wasn't that, but let's pretend it was a challenge. It was, it was a challenge. You were dared. I was dared to say the word jolly. Uh, okay, that all makes sense now. <laughs> it's so bad. Thank you so much for your time. Honestly, it has been such an incredible privilege and episode. Um, yeah, I just cannot wait to see all of the Swedish mountain pictures. That's in like T minus 10 days or something. Wow. That's going to be fucking amazing. And I'm tired and I'm ready to go. And she's bloody excited. All right. Yes. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Until next time, please go and say yes and feel free to send it to myself or Esme. Uh, feel free. Also, I know I have, a, I have a big UK base, which is super random. Um, if you're in London. Surprised. You're really cool. <laughs> thank you. Um, if you're in London, please don't let her stand under that tree alone. I'll put the details in the show notes of the location and everything that you need to know because it's free. You can walk, jog or run. Yes. Oh, didn't mean that, but yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we are finished. Have a beautiful day. Do something for yourself. You deserve it. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 